Live from the Acres Broadcast Center inside East Stadium, this is the Husker Athletic Director Show with Trev Alberts. Sports Nightly is presented by the NDOT Highway Safety Office, who reminds you to buckle up and put the phone down. Serve to Kenzie, another great pass. Ani Evans chooses back row, Kenzie Knuckles, kaboom! She did it all on that one. It's 23-15. Ball at the Wildcat 32, snap back Casey, picks it off with the knees, steps, throws, takes a shot down the field looking for the end zone. The pass is caught, and that is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oh, what a grab on the far side. Zioris heard with a good pass again. The set outside of Whitney Lonstein. Boom! She's in a hurry. At least all of her shots are. 28. Boca collect the wing to the near side. Snap back. They give it off to Anthony Grant. Picks his way to the left. Inside the 10. Inside the 40. 35. 30. Breaks a tackle. 25. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Nebraska. Pepperdine volleyball. Bumped over to the left. Aaron swings. Stop. Match point. Big red. Keelan Hall. Kennedy on. 25-22. Nebraska wins it in three. Here is your host, Greg Sharp, on the Huskers Radio Network. And welcome to our monthly sit-down with the Vice Chancellor, Director of Athletics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, Trev Alberts. Great to have you back in studio. And I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight because it really has been kind of boring couple weeks around here. It's never boring around <laughs> Nebraska with your job. Uh, I don't envy you most times. But good to have you here with us tonight. Well, thank you, Greg. It's good to be here. It has been a, a really wild couple of weeks, and I know your first concern with particularly the football program is how are your student-athletes mm-hmm. doing? Can you update us on that? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to tip the hat to, to Coach Joseph and the rest of our staff. I think they've done a, just a fantastic job of keeping the team together, keeping the morale high. You know, Coach Joseph has made some changes, and he's asked more of the players, and I think practice has looked a little bit different. But, uh, you know, I go down to the training table. I see you there as well, and, and I go down there on purpose um, to to just look and watch the body language, see the players, and and uh, you know I sense a positivity, and and I see them working really hard and fighting, and and people recognize you know we're playing Indiana, it's homecoming, it's a great opportunity, night game's going to be a special atmosphere here at Memorial Stadium. So, you know it, it's it's been a tough couple of weeks. I mean there's no denying that. Anytime you have a transition and change, and people are concerned, and players are wondering, but it also gives opportunity for players that perhaps had fallen out of the previous vision, and gives them a new opportunity. So you're going to see some new faces. I think the two weeks were, were really good for the team and good for Coach Joseph to uh, spend some time working on fundamentals and some additional evaluation. So, you know, all things considered, really, really proud of those young men and uh, going through this adversity and handling and attacking the way they have. And I think a lot of that's due, you know, to the coaching staff and their leadership um, in helping them along. Long ways to go. Eight games still left in this season. So two-thirds of this season is still yet to be played. And four yeah. home games, four opportunities for the fans to come out and support the program. You know, there's one thing I, I would I would ask, and, and our fans have done that. And we'll talk about the, you know, the we can just talk about the, you know, the Indiana game is going to be sold out. You know, and really, really proud of that, and, and grateful and thankful to our fans. We said it's going to be a week by week basis, make a lot of progress on the the rest of the home games. But uh, Husker Nation again continues to to just respond, and so just so grateful for our fans, and just would continue to ask them to support these young men. You know, there's just small window of your life to be a student athlete, and the lion's share of them are not going to go on and play professionally. This will be the end of their football playing days, and so we really want to do everything we can to help them make it a special experience. And it always hits here at the University of Nebraska, especially inside Memorial Stadium. And so we're looking forward to support them in that way. 
the result of the Oklahoma game is not what we wanted, but it was a great commercial for the university with Fox having their big pregame show here. And I think they were delighted with the turnout of the student body that came to support the show. I think Eric Crouch made a little cameo appearance on there. So did Larry the Cable Guy. It was a really good day outside of what the game ended up being later in the day. Well, always grateful to those guys, you know, Eric and Larry, for for showing up and supporting us. But I'll tell you, um, I got the email from Fox and uh, sent a, a broad email to all of our team, just thanking our team. You know, one of the things that I'm most proud of is is our staff uh, here at the University of Nebraska. And uh, you know, Husker fans should should take uh, great comfort in knowing that there's a group of people here just working so hard uh, that love this place and are serving young people, but more importantly, representing our university and our state in such a positive manner. So when you get executive producers of places like Fox reaching out thanking us for all the logistical support all the help to help them put on a great show obviously what happened on the field was not what we wanted to have happen but everything surrounding that was was really terrific and that's uh, a real uh, a real tribute to to our employees and those that care deeply about Nebraska football and athletics so you've announced that the game Saturday is sold out yeah. that is a streak that means an awful lot to a lot of people and I you know I think again it's a tribute to the fan base that they want to keep this thing going you know it's 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 humbling. Uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but 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 we've tried to be transparent in the realities of of the things that we face, and one of those is the sellout streak. At the end of the day, um, you know, just being honest about where we are and. What's fascinating is, you know, we, we were very public about how many seats we had to sell, and, and Holly Adam over in the ticket office said, just amazing. I mean, people calling, how many, I'll buy this many. And so um, this is a, a very important, uh, quote, tradition to our fan base and to many of our fans. And um, so they just continue to deliver. And frankly, we need to do our part and deliver where we can deliver. But again, just grateful in the short term that uh, that our supporters and fans um, care enough about uh, these young men and our coaching staff to continue supporting them. Dorothy Lynch, homestyle, light and lean dressing, endless flavorabilities. If you want to be a part of the program tonight with a call or a text, 402-413-2400. Art in Los Angeles for you, Trev. What's the time frame to announce a new coach? You knew this was probably coming. There's so many rumors and confusion out there. Uh, do you have a short list of names? Where does it stand? And you did announce last week that you have uh, hired a firm to help you kind of find your way through, shift your way through all the names. Yeah, so we hired CSA, kind of you know one of the nation's leaders in this space, and helps to provide some of the logistical challenges we go forward. And I do think that this search will be a little bit different for Husker fans. I mean, this is a, you know, when you add the transfer portal and and you add you know the early signing dates and some of those windows, some of the timelines have changed. The calendars changed a little bit in these types of things. We learned that last year as you watched USC go through their, their coaching search. So. Um, I think this will be different. Obviously, when we made the change uh, was a lot different than historically has been done here in the past. And so, um, in the in one respect, it gives us an opportunity to have a, a nice runway to be able to to do an exhaustive search, really dive into some of the metrics and details. Obviously, continue supporting Coach Joseph, uh, who's working really hard with this staff uh, uh, to do as well as they possibly can. So, you know. 
I, I don't want to back ourselves into quarter in any sort of timeline. Um, I, uh, for a reason at the press conference, um, uh, requested that our fans be very careful about all the rumors and innuendo. Um, that's out there. Um, and so we've been through several rumors so far. I can only tell you that we're, we're going to take our time. Uh, we're going to do our due diligence. Um, nothing's imminent. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll eventually get to the right conclusion. And support Coach Joseph and the current team. That's as we absolutely mentioned, right. These eight games to go. That's a that's a significant priority of mine. All right, 402-413-2400, The number to dial us up with a comment or question. Some phone lines are ringing now. There's a, a board of regents vote on a couple things on on a Friday. One of them is to allow you to kind of do some advance work on the stadium. A hundred year anniversary next year. It's gonna be a big year for this. You kind of want to get a plan before the plan, right? Yeah, so it's one of the challenges as you think about the traditional process that the university goes through. You you know you go to the board of regents and and you you ask them for approval. Uh, and we really you know th this project is going to be very complicated. Uh, you know I think President Carter had the line of of maybe the month or two when he said <laughs> we're literally going to be trying to fly the jet and fix it at the same time. Yeah. And so that that's part of our challenge. So we're just grateful to the board, grateful to the university for those uh, you know. Chancellor Green's office to support us and allow us to really dive in again to those details. We have one chance to get this right. This, this place is 100 years old. It's, it is the mecca of college football. It's something we're so proud of. But I really feel the, the, this burden of while we're in this leadership position to be a good steward of what the future looks like. You know, we're benefiting today, you and I and others, by what past visions have been for this place. But as we think about technology and, and how the fan base has evolved, how do they consume a live sporting event and and how does technology interface with that what does the fan amenity look like you know what's the right size and how do we create and ensure that the experience at Memorial Stadium is is one of the best in all of college football this gives us an opportunity to do that work quietly and, and I want to say again I'm so grateful again to our fans you know those 22,000 people that responded to that survey Greg the survey is driving all of what we're going to do and that survey was the first thing. Then the next thing was working with a, an executive committee that we worked with for about seven months to really dive into. We know every single thing about every single seat inside Memorial Stadium in terms of where the revenue is located. And now we got to take a look at actual cost estimates. What can we do? What should we do? How do we integrate it? What sort of fundraising can we get done? And ultimately, we'll come back with a plan, present it to the university, and the university will have an opportunity to decide whether or not that makes sense for our future. Very good. All right, let's head to the phone. Let's go first to Minnesota. Tim, you're up next with Trev Alberts. Good evening, Greg and and Trev. Okay, Hi, Tim. let me be expedient here. Um, just kind of getting some closure on uh, on the previous dearth, and, and I'll be fast. Um, I've been able, to, after wrestling with it, I think I came up, came with some perspective, um, on on some things, just wanted to run it by you and the two of you. First of all, um, you know, it seemed like things should have worked with Coach Frost and it's and, and you know, question of why why it didn't. I was wrestling, and sometimes it just comes down to for whatever reason, it just didn't seem. Apparently, it just was not meant to be for something you'll probably never understand. That's number one. Uh, and the other thing, though, is I think um, Frost succeeded in one thing, and that is um, improving the culture. Now, 
I suppose it's being tested pretty strongly right now, especially after the Oklahoma game. But if you look um, at the, the effort the guys give, especially last year, but even still this year, and just the one-two and the passion now that just permeates the program, as maybe opposed to some guys in the at first two, in the first few years where they maybe weren't completely invested in the program, and right. those guys are gone. All right, Tim. Appreciate. It. Yeah, Tim, thank you for your call, and, and, and I think you make some really good points. You know, I, I think uh, a lot of the things that Scott did uh, were really good and very helpful, and that's why I thanked Coach Frost. You know, I don't want to do too much looking in a rearview mirror. We've moved on, uh, but certainly uh, lots of elements that Scott and his staff worked on were benefiting from today, and I think he's right. Last year, the effort that was out on the field this year, the team has stayed together. I think there is some good leadership on that team, and they're going to continue fighting, and so um, I share the similar thoughts with you, Tim. Just need to keep supporting the team. Let's That's go right. to Lions, Nebraska. Adam, you're up next with Trev. Hey, good evening, Trev. Uh, glad to talk to you tonight, but I just had one quick question. Uh, how's Mickey holding up? How's he handling it? Is he personally is he okay? I know he said today he doesn't really like to be the, the limelight, but you can see in the pregame in Oklahoma, man, that was more energy I've seen out of a coach in a very long time. <laughs> and I, I'm rooting for him. I'm behind him 100%. Uh, and I, I think he's, he's a man that, that can do a good job for us. Well, thank you, Adam. Really appreciate the call, and uh, it's a great point and a great question. You know, I think Mickey's holding up really well, and uh, got, he came down the training table, and we spent some time together. And and uh, you know, Mickey's got a lot of energy, and he's got a lot of passion for this place. And um, just like we used to say with Scott, and I still believe that. I mean, Mickey equally cares deeply about this place, and he's going to do everything he possibly can. And Mickey will do what's in the best long-term interest of the University of Nebraska. As Mickey said at the press conference, this isn't about Mickey Joseph. I feel like he is working as hard as he can to be a good steward of the role right now, and uh, I think he's doing a fabulous job. Let's head down to Kansas, and Sam, good evening. Sam, you're up with Trev. Well, hello. Uh, it's good Good to talk to you guys. Hey, Sam. Uh, the last time I was at a game, Mr. Alberts, you were playing. Uh, it was the Oklahoma-Nebraska game, and you hurt your elbow. And so I got to see a lot of great football, and I got to see a lot of great fans. Hmm. Uh, I'm born and raised in Nebraska, so my son was born in Nebraska. I took him up to the Oklahoma game a couple weeks ago uh, in, for his birthday. Uh, I was disappointed in what I've seen from the fans, especially the student section. Now, the rest of the fans, they did a good job with you know greeting the Oklahoma fans, being nice to them, uh, being Nebraska fans. Mm -hmm. And then you had the student section, you know, chanting, you know, cuss word OU, cuss word OU. And then a young man come walking by up the steps and gives the finger to an old woman who's sitting next to me. She's an OU fan. Uh, you know, great people. I had a great conversation the whole time with them. But she's like, I have never seen anything like that in my entire life and I have been to a lot of stadiums hmm. so the student section uh, needs to clean their act up Sam thank you and and uh, I'm sorry that uh, you had that experience I think the lion's share of our fans as you pointed out are are truly remarkable and um, you know the students uh, um, 
we love their passion. We love their energy. And, and from time to time, this isn't just unique to Nebraska. It's, it's, it's nationally uh, managing and ensuring sportsmanship is, is, is a real challenge. But it's good feedback. And I hadn't heard that. And I certainly uh, uh, will be communicating uh, with our team to ensure as best we possibly can that all of our fans are respectful of the opposing team and the opposing team fans. Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience. They have the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. 402-413-2400. Got some texts coming in. I'll get to those with Trev coming up. Also, a big announcement for the future of Husker athletics on the other side. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Okay, I teased it going into the break. That was going to broadcasting trick there, Trev. You yeah. know all about that. You do have an announcement to make tonight. Let's let let's let them have it. This is pretty cool. <laughs> well, it is, and and kind of excited about it, frankly. And and uh, again, want to tip the hat to Lana Hendricks over in our uh, branding department. You know, we we've been sort of going through our entire brand book and looking at how do we do a better job of managing how we present our brand in a lot of areas. And so one of the things we made the decision to do is we're actually going to be um, bringing back a slightly modernized and updated version of the original Herbie. So All right. 2023, I think, is, is the 50th year of the original Herbie. And so we have it done. It's completed. Uh, but we want to give time to retailers and others to be able to uh, get things ready. But we will have the new mascot ready for the 23 season. And, uh, and part of this is, you know, as we talked earlier about our roots and uh, corn huskers and being a part of agriculture. And so I think the original Herbie, um, complete with corn and, uh, and overalls, will be a part of, of what we look like going forward. So uh, part of the slight change, quite frankly, is the original one was hand drawn and so when you try to put that on apparel it makes it more difficult so torch creatives creative has been a great partner of ours and uh, has worked with us very closely to create the slightly updated and modernized version of the original herbie so really looking forward to that and uh, i think that'll be a nice uh, a nice touch for our fans as well any guesstimate of when apparel might have it Summertime, next summer, next fall. Oh no, it, it'll earlier than that. Yeah, I think it'll be earlier than that. Okay. I mean, I, I think early next year is our hope, and uh, so we can get some of that apparel going. But need to uh, need to work with our retailers and, and yeah. all the licensing to make sure that's all done. We didn't want to announce it and release it without having that opportunity. As soon as we release it, we want it to be available to our fans, either yes. you know uh, through online or or their local uh, favorite store. Fantastic. Looking yeah. forward to seeing it. I can't wait. All right, let's head to the phones. Time to tell you to buckle up. Put that phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Let's stay in Lincoln. Ed, you're up next with Trev. Hi, Trev. I remember, you know, I'm almost 80. When we didn't have Herbie, we just had that old corn cob down there on the sideline. <laughs> well, we're not going all the way that far back yet, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I just had it suggested. Okay. You know, both my grandkids. A girl and boy, they couldn't get tickets this year. If you want to continue the tradition from Nebraska, you're going to have to sort of maybe let some of the old parts, you know, 
sort of stand back because you need to have a younger generation and there's a, there's not a lot of younger people out there that are yelling big red and I think we you need in the university is to support getting more uh, younger people into the games and make the tickets more available to them. You know what, Ed? You are 100% right. And that's exactly what this process that we're doing on the stadium has entailed. Is we've taken a hard look at at all of our fan base. We've looked at you know the part of the challenge when you're the athletic director of a place like Nebraska is and you got 85, 90,000 people coming. You you have different generations of fans that expect a different experience. And so having a cookie cutter that says we're only going to meet this generation of fans is really the wrong move. Our job is to meet all of our fans wherever they are. And part of that is I think we need to do a better job of meeting our younger fan base and making sure that we're growing that next generation of Husker fans that have the same passion that Ed's had for so many years. That experience looks different for that generation and I think we have to do that. We have to look at equity. We have to look at access to make sure this is a place that everybody who wants to come and experience Husker athletics and Husker football has access to. That's part of the plan and ultimately that's what the board hopefully on the 30th is going to allow us to do is to plan the plan and really dive into those details so that we can answer some of those very poignant questions that Ed just raised. John in Omaha says, uh, Trevor, are you looking for a place that we can regain the volleyball attendance record? Well, you know, took it away. they did, and uh, I was at uh, Big Ten meetings in Chicago a couple days ago, and, and my colleague Chris McIntosh, who's the AD at Wisconsin, I, I expressed my uh, deep displeasure, uh, but I also told him, you know, the, it's on now. And so uh, I have no doubt in my mind that Husker Nation, if asked, will ensure that uh, we retake that record. So John's a little competitive, too. I don't know if you knew that. John Cook, yeah. That. And uh, so he, he, he's very sensitive that, too. We've got to find a way. And uh, I don't know what it looks like, but we'll, we'll figure it out because that, that record belongs in Lincoln, Nebraska. I totally agree. Crypto King in our YouTube stream says uh, he loved the gesture of the belt buckle for John's 800th win. You know, John was, was moved by that, and I take no credit for it. I, I give our marketing department, Brandon Meyer, a lot of credit. You know, John didn't want anything, and Brandon came to me and said, John doesn't want anything, but I got this idea. I think it'd be really cool. And I said, we're going to do it. And so while we didn't have the customized belt buckle done for him, when I explained it to him, I said, John, it's going to be customized. It's going to, and you're going to, and he just, I think he really appreciated the fact that, um, you know, the marketing department put some real thought into it, and it's going to be really meaningful to him and have some personal connection beyond the 800 wins. Folks, go visit a participating Agco dealer between now and November 4th. Get yourself entered for a chance to win a pair of tickets to the Nebraska-Wisconsin football game. It'll be here in Lincoln November the 19th. That will include a pregame tailgate party. See participating Agco locations across Nebraska, and you could be a winner this season. Let's stay in Lincoln for our next caller. Ben, you're up next with Trev. Good evening. Hey, Trev. Hi, Ben. Um, I just, uh, I've only lived in Lincoln for, uh, well, I've lived in Nebraska for about six, almost 16 years now. And the caller that had a previous comment about um, the poor reception that Oklahoma fans had, I think that's, I honestly think that's a product of poor leadership of the athletic department. And hmm. I am super impressed by you. I think you've done a great job. I think you did a great job handling um, you know, Frost. I, I don't think 
I, I couldn't have seen it handled any better. And, um, you know, I'm not a diehard Nebraska fan, but I feel good about the direction that you're taking the program and the university's athletic department. So, anyway, I just wanted to say that. So, you may not hear a lot of good comments these days, and I thought I'd at least give you one. Well, Ben, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, it, it is very meaningful to me, and, and uh, I, I can promise you we're not going to be perfect around here. And, and uh, But I can tell you that we're going we're gonna to work really hard to do everything we possibly can to do things the right way. And from time to time, we're going to stumble, and we're going to make mistakes, and we're going to acknowledge the mistake, and we're going to fix it. So I know you haven't been here long. Um, but it won't be long, Ben. You'll get sucked into the big red machine, and you're going to be a diehard just like Ed before long. But thank you for your call. Let's go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma Husker, you're up next with Trev. Good evening, Trev and Greg. Good Hello, evening. So I, wanted to res- I also wanted to respond to the phone call from Sam about the reception of the OU fans from Nebraska fans. Well, I guess he mainly talked about the CD section. You know, I made the drive up from Oklahoma, and I brought an OGFM with me. And more people spoke to him and welcomed him to Lincoln than me. And that's the experience he's had in the past. I've also had other OGFM that made the trip that told me that by far that was the best college football experience atmosphere they have ever had. And can't wait to come back. So I just want to say, go Big Red. The tradition of being the best fans resonates here in Oklahoma. Wow. That is so kind of you, Oklahoma Husker. And I'll tell you, I think it's just part of our culture. It's it's just part of who our fans are and the way they conduct themselves. And... Um, you know, we're going to work really hard administratively to try to continue fostering that. But at the end of the day, I think it's just reflective of Nebraskans and how they conduct their lives. And um, that's why it's really fun to get to lead a department at a place like this. That call came in on our Sports Nightly Hotline brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned. You can always find what you are looking for with Woodhouse. A text coming in from Ben in St. Joe, Missouri. It, can the stadium get some more seats instead of all benches? Is that a thought process? Absolutely, Ben. That's you know we're 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 doing that, and and I can say what we're going to do, and this is prior to this whole process of what we're going to working on. So we've got some you know maintenance issues that we just have to get done that can't wait. So the east balcony uh, after this season, we're going to have to remove those um, those planks. It has to be waterproofed. We've got to make sure it's maintain you know the maintenance is there, and so we've just decided to put chair backs into that section uh, so we're going to lose about 617 seats uh, so moving that into chair backs in the east balcony will be the start of that but I, I think you're going to see you know a lot more of that as we move forward is we've got to find a way to make it more comfortable for our fans ingress egress all those types of things I mean we're talking more broadly with the city as well H- how do we make leaving your house wherever you are whether you're in Lincoln or Scotts Bluff or Omaha and and the minute you leave your house to when you get into your seat how do we do a better job of making that more intuitive and more easy and and you know 
make it less difficult to support the Huskers. And there's a challenge. Anytime you put 85,000 people together, there's going to be logistical challenges. But I think we can be better. And I think that we have the staff and, and with the community support to help us dive into those details to ensure that it's as best as we possibly can. Ben, appreciate the text. Doug in Norfolk with a text for you. When will the new outdoor track be ready and completed? And are there any plans on the horizon to update the baseball facilities? Yeah, we got a couple things uh, to report there. That you know, the outdoor track is finished. Uh, the phase one is uh, the secondary phase, which is the grandstand and the press and all of that. You know, as you know, we've had some some challenges with inflationary cost, yep. and so the board had approved a certain number. And what ultimately happened is on that second phase, when we went out to bid, those bids came back, and we just kept value engineering the project down to the point where I wasn't comfortable that that phase two was representative of the quality and excellence that all of our facilities manifested. So I said, let's stop, let's pause, and let's go out and find some donor money that can help us to augment what's been approved by the board to ensure that anything we do with our facilities here is going to be done at the highest level. This is the University of Nebraska. We're not going to take shortcuts, and so we're not going to put a phase two next to the track that's not representative. Phase one's finished, the lights are up, it's a beautiful facility, but we need to get phase two done. Couple things on, uh, on baseball and softball, excited. Uh, you know, baseball is going to get a new playing surface. So all of that grass has been torn out now. I think it had been about 11 years. It was time. There's been, a, you know, there's a lot of play that happens there. And so Coach Bolt's excited about that. And some small other, you know, maintenance issues. Um, softball's getting some some upgrades as well. Um, Rhonda's putting in new turf in the outfield. And uh, so there'll be some great branding opportunities there. Uh, and then we're going to actually have a padded wall. I was surprised when I first got here we didn't have a padded outfield um, you know, wall. So that'll be done with some new branding opportunities there. So a lot of capital projects, operating and maintenance, those types of things that are moving forward as well. You're excited about the future track too, aren't you? I really am. You know, I, I think Justin is doing a great job while he's the interim right now. Um, you know, he's just really dove in. Cross country's done a great job as well. So I, I think there's a lot of opportunity. You know, trying to follow somebody like Gary Pepin, the legend that he is, you know, is no uh, small task. But. Justin's really, you know, dove in and uh, has embraced it. The students seem to really appreciate his leadership, and I think our best days are ahead in terms of track and field. Very good. Hey, if the Oscars return the first or second half opening kickoff for a touchdown, you could be a winner of a $54,000 credit on a new vehicle from Woodhouse Auto Family. A contestant will be chosen weekly. Go to huskers.com slash Woodhouse for official rules and get yourself entered. 402-413-2400. We'll have more with Trev coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest premier John Deere dealer supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Still some time for you to jump on board with us at 402-413-2400 with a call or a text. Let's go back to the phones. Up to Ashland Leonard. You're up next with Trev. Hey, Trev. Thanks for the good job you're doing at Lake Department. Couple questions for you here. Sure. Have you had any? Have you had any contact with any coaches uh, referring to the opening at Nebraska? And is the rumor uh, true about Urban Meyer has been contacted for the job? I'll leave it at that. If you want to comment, thank you. 
Thank you, Leonard. Yeah, listen, I mean, like as I mentioned earlier, there's going to be a lot of rumors, and um, it's, going to be, it's going to be hard for our fans. This is going to take a period of time. But just out of respect for the process, I think it would be really unfortunate for me to, to respond occasionally to certain rumors or to talk about which coach has been contacted, which coach hasn't been contacted. If we have contacted certain folks, at the end of the day, we will be contacting a lot of people. As I mentioned earlier, we'll talk to a lot of folks. But I'd rather not dive into the details and at the appropriate time, perhaps when we have a new coach hired, uh, we'll be able to talk about some of the steps that led us to get there. Uh, but I think uh, at this point, it'd probably be best if, if we not comment directly about those. Patience, folks. Patience. Yeah. I'm sorry. Going to have to have some of that. Hey, buckle up. Put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. A text for you. Trevor, are you aware of any other NCAA athletic department besides Nebraska that gives money back to the institution? That's a great question. I, I do think there are a couple. I'm not sure who they are. All I can tell you is that the University of Nebraska is one of a very select few, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Uh, and again, it, it just points right back to our fan base. Every single blessing that we enjoy here is a direct result of a fan base that is passionate and cares deeply about the University of Nebraska, and we are eternally grateful. Very good. Let's stay in Lincoln and chat with Dave next. Good evening, Dave. Yes, yes me? You're, Hi, you're on, Dave. Oh, okay. Um, the last two games I've seen, I have not seen the guys run out of the tunnel with the American flag and the Nebraska flag. Hmm. Did we do away with that? That's a great question, Dave. I, um, I certainly am not aware of any effort to do away with that. I'll have to check into that. Um, okay. I'm not sure... Uh, I'm not sure. My next question would be, how hard is it to recruit without having a head coach named? Yeah, that's another really good question, you know, and I think Mickey's sort of answered that well, and, and I really like Coach Joseph's perspective is, number one, you're recruiting people to the University of Nebraska and what the experience at the University of Nebraska will be like to be a football player here. And I think that perspective is really important. And by the way, you know, Mickey Joseph and this coaching staff, they're professionals and uh, they're working just as hard at recruiting today uh, as they were when Scott Frost was the head coach. And uh, so, you know, that can be some of the tension points relative to coaching changes, but I'm really pleased and proud of, you know, you've got more people that really care about this. I mean, Bill Bush and others uh, that uh, are deeply uh, connected to the University of Nebraska. And so we've taken the approach of recruiting to the university rather than to an individual. Dave, appreciate the phone call. A text for you with basketball starting soon. Can we get some more basketball apparel for sale at PBA? How about some authentic shorts? Andy. Okay, Andy. Well, right. um, we'll, we'll get – yeah, I hadn't thought about Jot that, Greg. Down. But Well, you know, the, the new style, Greg, is they're a little shorter and tighter they than They've they used to be. They've come back up to the 80s Yes, again. they have. And, it, you know, I'm really not comfortable wearing shorts anymore. And uh, <laughs> But I, I will say we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, clearly, we'll, we'll do everything we can to get authentic Husker gear out to our fans. It's important. We love it when people rock our brand. Um, it's really important to us. And so um, we'll do the best we can to get good quality uh, gear out for all of our fans. Practice started this week for the men and women. Yeah, I'm excited. I really am. I, I feel terrible for Sam Ivey. And I just want to 
I want to you know say, and this is this is the thing that I think the average fan doesn't understand. You know, the amount of work and effort these young people put into the sport that they love. And Sam Hybe is is probably one of the highest quality young women I've had the chance and privilege of meeting. And uh, she is an extraordinarily hard worker. She's a great leader. She fought through amazing injuries, you know, with her shoulder, comes back, and then has a season-ending knee injury. And uh, but she's going to be critically important to Amy's program this year, her leadership. She won't be able to do it on the floor. Uh, but excited about women's basketball, excited about uh, what Fred has, some of the changes. Um, I think our fans are going to be uh, pleased with what they see. I like the coaching changes there as well. So um, it's, it's a great opportunity for both of those programs. Absolutely. Hey, our Sports Island Hotline is brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime. 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned. You can always find what you're looking for with Woodhouse. Back with some final thoughts from Trev coming up. Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest. Premier John Deere Dieter supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. A couple things I want to hit on with you in the last two minutes here. Eight new members of the Nebraska Athletics mm. Hall of Fame are going to be inducted this weekend. The late Guy Chamberlain, the late Louise Pound, a, a pioneer of women's athletics two centuries ago. Mm. Uh, Bill Straub, a legendary bowling coach. Ali Viola, softball player. Shane Comine, great baseball pitcher for the Huskers in the early turn of the century. Christina Hotelling from volleyball. Patrick Kirksey, men's gym. And Angela Thacker, track and field. Big time names. Uh, big time group. You know, it's going to be a real honor to get to honor them. I think... Um, did a great the committee did a great job of identifying folks that just were pioneers made a huge difference for Nebraska athletics it's going to be a lot of fun to honor him on Friday Bill Straub's a hoot yeah, he's awesome he's got great pants too oh, he does <laughs> love that guy also we've talked about a lot of things about seats and all those all of this is part of your big five-year strategic plan that people can go see for themselves right at Husker yeah Park. I'm really I'm really proud of this you know I, I believe a good organization you first have to define where we currently reside and then we're going to set audacious goals and then we're going to set some accountability on on how we get to where we think we can go. So our staff came together. Everybody in the athletic department had an opportunity to participate, and a lot of people did. And so we have a finished product. And uh, so if Husker fans or anybody's interested, we've posted the entire five-year strategic plan on our website. You can just go to huskers.com, click on menu, then go inside athletics, and then you'll find our strategic plan right there. I think it's important to hold ourselves accountable, and I think Husker fans should know where we think we are and where we think we can go. The Herbie announcement's breaking Twitter, by the way. Well, I had a feeling it might. Let's go win a game Saturday. How about that? We got to do it. It's time. It's homecoming. There's going to be a lot of fun. The stadium will be electric, sold out again. It's an opportunity for these young men, and uh, looking forward to a great game on Saturday. I just hope the belt buckle's coming through the door. John Cook Show next. Hope he, hope he brings it open to that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Trev Alberts with us, our monthly sit-down with Nebraska's athletic director. Our volleyball show is on the other side. The head coach of the Huskers, John Cook and John Bader, can orchestrate that hour. Enjoy that. That's coming up next. <laughs>